Hey, welcome to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Ringe, and this is the space to be for high vibe people looking to create a beautiful life and business. Let's do this. Welcome back to the podcast, my beautiful friends. I am Letitia Ringe, your host, and I'm so thrilled to be here with you all today. I hope wherever you're tuning into from that you are having an absolutely wonderful day today. Today on the podcast, we're going to talk all about our first year in business. I'm going to share a little bit about what my first year in business looked like. And then I want to talk about some of the common things that we all experience in our first year of business. And really, it can be beyond 12 months as well. And how you can start to shift some of these things to really see them in an empowering way. We're going to talk about learning lots of new things, questioning yourself about why am I doing this again? Initially needing to spend more time working on your business, but comparing yourself to people who have been in business for years. We're also going to talk about how to make it easier for you, what to do before you have clients and dealing with comparison, self-doubt, scattered and overwhelmed energy. So if you're someone who's feeling any of these things or experiencing any of these things, I'm going to give you some solutions, some ways to start feeling more relief and more more empowered as you move forward in your amazing business. The first thing I want to say is you're a business owner or an aspiring business owner, and that is super cool. There was a moment at some point where you decided, hey, I want to have my own business because insert whatever your reason was or reasons. And it is so important to keep reminding yourself about why you're doing this because it is uncomfortable. It is challenging. And especially in your first year of your business, because everything's new, you're learning lots of new things and you're stepping outside of your comfort zone. But hey, you are one of the few people who have that desire to start a business, who are taking a chance on yourself and are really saying yes to your dreams. And that is an incredible thing in and of itself. I have never once ever regretted starting my business. I've never wished that I could be where I was before. I am so glad that I have started a business and stuck with it, even when it felt hard. And there have been many times it has felt really, really hard. The reason for this is, yes, it's challenging, but I grow so much and I learn so much and it's wonderful to see and experience that. And I love the challenge. So many of us seem to think that we would love to be little robots that never have any challenges in our life and everything goes along just amazingly. Have you ever read the book Utopia? That's not what we want, people. And it's there's another concept which I want to devote a whole podcast episode to, which is we think that we want to like just be on holidays all the time. We want to be on holidays, drinking cocktails at the beach, not doing anything with no schedule, with no plans, with nothing to do, nothing to create. And we want to do that all the time. That's not true, right? You probably want that right now because you're in a job you don't love or your life is not set up intentionally. And so what you desire is the space to do whatever you want. But if you're a business owner, what you want is to have a business. What you want is to serve clients in your business. 
What you want is to be in this business, to learn it, to work it out, to grow and expand. And yes, you can go on holidays and you'll be able to choose more of those as you build your business, but you don't want to be on holidays doing nothing all the time. I can tell you I've tried that and it's really boring. It gets old very quickly. And I know plenty of other other examples of people who have created million dollar businesses that then gave them an abundance of time and they've ended up depressed and really unhappy in their life because they didn't have anything to create and spend their time doing. We all want to be doing things with our time. But what we want is to be intentionally using that time rather than being feeling like we're the victims of how our boss has told us our time needs to be used or a whole group of people. It could be family commitments, work commitments, friendship commitments, romantic commitments. Like we want to intentionally use our time in a way that is conscious and deliberate. And that is what creates a fulfilling life. And in nowhere is it, I want to always have time off or never have anything to do. You, that's not going to be fulfilling. You want to use your time intentionally, not idly. Okay. So before we go into today's episode, I want to give a shout out to everybody who completed this community survey. Thank you so much for taking the time to fill out that survey. Your insights have been invaluable. We are so excited to bring you some amazing content to really support exactly where you are in your business journey right now. And also to bring some awesome offerings that are going to help you solve the problems you all told me you really want my support with in solving in your business. So stay tuned, everyone. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to share all of the things we've got coming up for you. I also want to make sure that every single person listening to this episode right now now. So that is you, my beautiful friend knows about holistic business month. If you have not yet signed up for a free month long event that I am running for all of you in this community to help you grow and expand your business while also nurturing and nourishing you as the amazing human being behind your business, make sure you go sign up now. Head to LetitiaRinge.com forward slash holistic business month. For the entire month of May, I am running a month long series of holistic business trainings and workshops with special guests all to help you grow and expand your business and take care of you. And this is 100% complimentary. You're going to have a private community to get connected and discuss and engage and talk to me. And there's going to be opportunities for live coaching and Q&A to support your business. This is the event of the year. And please don't be fooled. Just because this is a free event does not mean it's going to be devoid of value. It is going to be value packed. I do not hold back on the value. So this is your opportunity to get some help with building that momentum in your business and taking your business to the next level. And there are no obligations other than making sure you carve out the time and space in your diary to share this amazing month together. I am so excited to see you all there. So again, LetitiaRinge.com forward slash holistic business month, and we'll see you all there. Now let's dive into today's episode. So I want to talk first about what my first year in my business looked like. 
So I began my business in 2017. I ran headfirst into my business. I quit my job in March 2017, and then I proceeded to set up my business. So I, even though I had a little bit of a nest egg to support me financially as I built my business, I also felt an incredible internal pressure to start making money in my business. At the same time, I felt so much guilt at being in a situation where I wasn't earning an income because honestly, this was the first time since I was 14 years old that I had not been earning an income. And that felt really, really weird to me. And so even though my partner was fine because we had made the decision together to do it at this time in our lives when it felt like an appropriate time to do it, I still felt so guilty. And so I used that to beat myself up and not really move forward, even though actually moving forward was the one thing that I needed to do. So I spent a lot of time spinning in circles in my first year in business. I spent the first couple of months spinning in circles as I started to create my website. And actually, when I say spinning in circles, I spent really the first two months completely just stopped in my tracks. I just couldn't get myself to move forward. I was procrastinating. I was feeling guilty. I was trying to work out the perfect way of doing everything. I was really consuming all of the free resources and thinking that I knew all the answers and I could figure it all out. And I would just keep learning and researching, which I do love to do, but I kept doing it without actually taking action. And so we all know when we do that, we don't actually move forward, right? Because we have to learn through experiencing as well. So I kept trying to study all the things which so many of us do and that without actually getting any proper support in business, I was just downloading all of the free stuff and not actually moving forward until finally I had a conversation with someone about my coaching certification. And then I decided, hey, can you please help me coach me over three months to help me get this website out because I'm just not doing it on my own. And within six weeks, I had my website completely up and launched, which is amazing. It just shows the power of coaching. So I had started my coaching certification. I was so pumped to share everything I had learned to change my life because actually I went into life coaching because I had changed my life through implementing all of these tools that I had learned from coaches and spiritual mentors and it had transformed my life and I wanted to support other people to do that And I also wanted to support people right away with those tools. So I was ready to launch. I wanted to share on my blog. And while I was doing all of that, I was then completing a coaching certification. So in uh, July of 2017, I launched my website, which included a blog. And every single week I shared a blog with an action step to take to help you create a life that is beautiful. And I committed to that every single week for 25 weeks. That is almost half a year. And at the end of finishing that, I then launched my podcast. So I showed up on social media. I spent a lot of time on Instagram. I really loved it, actually. I thought it was amazing that I could write and share my opinion and views and tools and people I didn't even know would 
comment and like it and say that this was really helpful. It was actually so incredible. So I started off sharing that. I also shared recipes that I really loved that were like beautiful and delicious and healthy. And I shared my journey with giving up alcohol that year. And I just absolutely loved it. I started an email list and I shared those blogs every single week with my email list. And then I launched my pro bono coaching offer, which was a pro bono coaching offer, but I also charged a small amount on some of the package. And so then I had my first clients and I always remember my first clients and I'm still in touch with my very first client. She even just sent me a postcard recently, which is so amazing. And so, yeah, that first group of clients are just people who will forever be in my heart. And so I got coaching and that was a three month coaching container. And then at the end of that, I then launched my paid coaching container, which was at a very low price compared to where it could have been or where of course I am today. But at the time that was an amount that felt so huge for me. And so the first client I had who paid that, it was a significant moment. It felt so like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm making money through this. And it was an incredible, incredible experience. Needless to say, throughout that first year in business, I spent a lot of time stepping in my own way. I spent a lot of time being really excited to share this work and to share what I knew I could help people with, but then really censoring myself. I remember the first time I got on Instagram stories and I shared a 15 second video and I recorded that like eight times before I shared that. And then I promised myself I would not do that again because it was terrible spending eight times recording that video every single time. But I kept showing up even though it took me so long to get to those finish lines. But in all honesty, it wasn't the actual work that made it tiring. It was my mindset. It was because I was second guessing myself. It was because I kept questioning everything I was doing. It was because I was censoring myself. I was worried. Am I doing something wrong? I wanted to get things perfect. I was scared about asking for money from people. I felt like I was doing something wrong and being greedy and it just all felt icky and weird. And so I went through all of this mindset stuff that so many of us business owners in our first year, and let's face it, for many of us, even beyond that, go through. And we're always facing some sort of mindset issue as a business owner. And actually, we probably shouldn't call it an issue. I mean, we're facing some sort of mindset expansion opportunity because we're constantly trying new things. So we're always going to have mindset expansion opportunities coming up. However, when you're in that first year of your business, because everything's so new and you're just working it all out and you really wanted to do a good job of it, and then you realize you actually can't like control it and perfect it. You have to try and learn as you go. It's really hard because it's like a lot of things are out of your control. So me as a previous lawyer who is a little bit of a control, you know what? (laughs) I was, I found that so hard letting go of all of that. And so that first year, even though I felt like I was so prepared for it and I'd spent all of this time, nothing could actually prepare me for being in the field, right? Being in the field, doing the work and trying the thing. I created content like 
I've got to say, I created content like an absolute machine. I kept, I committed to it, even though it was so hard. I remember every week when I'd share those weekly blogs, which by the way, you can still find on my blog. I would spend so much time perfecting that blog, overthinking it, like worrying about it. Is this enough? Is this right? I was very critical of myself, which is why I ended up loving the podcast because I didn't need to be so critical. I just needed to get on and share my voice. And even though it was never perfect, I just had to learn that that would be okay. So I understand if you're going through these things, I really, really, really understand how you're feeling. It also felt like I was doing so many things. I felt like I had a never ending to-do list. It was like I do one thing and then I still had a never ending to-do list of things to do. Or sometimes I was just like, I don't even know what I'm supposed to do. And so it really felt like I kept spinning in those circles again. And it also felt like I was spending so much time. Like there were uh, nights where I'd stay up super late in the evening because I was just trying to figure things out. And so that made it feel like I was suddenly working all of the time. Thankfully, however, because I was so excited about this business and so committed to it and had so much fire energy, I enjoyed it, right? So I enjoyed working on my business and then it became hard to stop because I keep doing, trying to get the to-do list to get to zero Uh, but actually realizing that would never, ever happen. (laughs) So I loved what I was doing, but it was also taking a lot of my time and energy because I didn't have any boundaries. I also expected things to happen a lot sooner than they did. So I thought if I just launched something, I would have people sign up. And I thought I'd have lots of people who wanted to do this because I was creating something that was super exciting. I knew I could change these people. And I thought the topics I was talking about and, you know, when I launched my courses and other things, I just thought that this is so amazing and that everybody will want it. And then when not everybody did, and I had much lower numbers than I anticipated, I was really disappointed, even though now that I have so much experience working with other coaches, I know that the numbers I had at that time were something to really, really celebrate. And in fact, no matter what your numbers are, that is something to celebrate throughout your entire business journey. So I kept feeling disappointed because my expectations were so high and I kept wanting to be somewhere other than where I was. So I would say, even though I was super excited and motivated and determined to keep moving forward, I spend a lot of my time wondering what on earth is going on wrong with me because I was tying my worth and my success to my current business results rather than seeing how they were actually just leading me one step closer to where I wanted to be, regardless of the immediate results that I had. Sometimes I felt like I'd given my life to social media and I had absolutely no boundaries and I had a love-hate relationship with it. And I also created a course and really wanted to do group work and thought that this would be an amazing experience for myself and then realized how much work it actually was and that how much I was actually charging the course was never going to be financially sustainable with the amount of people I had joining that and my community size at that time. So all of this, while it might feel like a wild roller coaster, which PS it did, all of this was such valuable learning ground for me because I actually 
tried things, right? I actually had to learn how to overcome my mindset. I learned how valuable support was for me in actually getting things done. And that's why since then I've always worked with a coach, even though I definitely have held my myself back along my business journey because I thought, well, I can't have another coach. I need to make more money first before I'm before I work with a coach. And that was a really big lesson I learned later on in my career, because after I finally started working with a business coach, I then ended up quadrupling my business income and I learned the power of investing. And so since then, I've I've invested very heavily into my business and it has led me to the business I have today. So it was quite a roller coaster. I loved every moment of it as well in some ways. And because it was just so much better than what I was doing before starting my business. And I also learned so much through the failures, through the experiences, through the trying. And what's amazing is that I then went on later in my business journey to support coaches in building their businesses. And I absolutely would not have been able to do this work if it weren't for my own failures and experiences along my business journey. So sometimes the hardest things that we're going through are actually the things that we are going to support other people with. I was actually talking with one of my team members today about how also the things that we resist the most are often those things that are calling us to actually face because that is part of our work in the world, we will end up supporting people with those things in and of themselves. Now let's compare this to where I'm at today in my business, which is what most of you are going to be comparing yourself against, which I never recommend. So after years in business today, I have a business that allows me to work three days a week. I have a six figure business that I'm scaling to seven figures. I have a team of people who support me with all of the things that are not my zone of genius. I'm able to take off time as I please. And I don't have that same level of mindset runaround that so many of us have at the start of our business because I have validated my work in the world. I have evidence of it working. I've been able to overcome my mindset time and 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 time again, which is the only reason I am where I am right now. And so I've built confidence through that experience. I still have mindset expansion opportunities. I still learn new things all of the time, but I don't have the same level of fear about money and maybe putting myself out there in the same way that I once did because I've seen it work for myself, right? So I have a level of confidence. I have a new normal, right? That just keeps expanding every time I stick with the different and new things that I'm doing in my business. And that is exactly what's going to happen for you too. Okay. So now let's talk about some of the common elements that we all experience in our first year in business and how you can overcome them. I've mentioned many of them just in my own story. And I wanted to share that story so you can see, you might be seeing what I've created today, but that's not where you're at in your business journey. So please compare yourself to where I was, if you're going to compare, which again, I don't recommend 
At least compare yourself to where I was at the start of my journey and learn something through my experience that I love to share with you all so that you can say, hey, maybe I won't (laughs) be so hard on myself or make myself feel guilty or whatever it is that you're resonating most with today. So here are a couple of things. First of all, learning lots of new things. So many of you will feel exhausted, right? You'll think, how on earth am I going to stick in business when I already feel exhausted? I don't feel like I'm doing all of the things that I need to. And so it feels like you're hustling and you're in this burnout. But actually, when you really look into it, what a lot of you are experiencing is mental burnout. And the reason for that is you have so many new things that you're learning. So of course your brain needs more time and space because it's like in overdrive right now. And a lot of you are trying to do this all on your own, or at least a lot of it on your own. You're not seeking support. You're not getting help to help you make those decisions. So instead you're sort of spinning and then getting decision fatigue. And then by the same token, you're actually practicing new business skills and new coaching skills or whatever service you're providing. And these are all first time things that you're in the first year of. And so you're learning while you're doing all of this. So it's no wonder that you would feel mentally burned out. So what we need to do is rather than seeing as burned out, I'm hustling, I'm grinding. What you want to ask yourself is how can I support myself to feel balance in this area? So you want to feel like you're mentally thriving. So what I would do is make sure you've got space where you're not doing anything on the computer, where you're not learning anything new, where you get to take time away in nature, where you step away so that your brain has time to like reacquaint itself, right? To get up to speed with all you've just consumed and learned. That's going to be really, really important for yourself. But also don't underestimate the power of shifting the language you're using around how you describe how you're feeling from hustling and burnout to I just am learning lots of new things right now. And so that's a little tiring and I just need a little bit more downtime to allow my brain the energy it needs so that it can come back feeling full and have more to absorb, right? So That's how I would change it. It also means that your physical health is really important here too, right? So making sure that you are taking time to move your body, making time uh, for connection, making sure you've got these base needs met, your food, you've got great nourishing food. All of these are really important to bring this sense of balance. Now, the next thing is you might be constantly asking yourself, why am I doing this? Or it might just come up in those moments where you're feeling a lot of resistance or, yeah, you're just feeling uncomfortable or you try something and you, quote, fail, even though there's no real failures. And then you ask yourself, why am I even doing this? This feels hard. I'm burned out. I'm overwhelmed and all of the things I don't know the answer. I can't possibly have control. How amazing that business is actually an opportunity to learn how to be present and to let go of control. Isn't that incredible? I think it is. Anyway, so you might be questioning why you're even doing this. A lot of my clients do that. I seem to have a, a knack for attracting people who question why they're doing this, which I always found interesting because it was very rare for me to question what I was doing. 
maybe in the in a heat of a moment where I was feeling a little bit sad for myself, did I question it? But I have had many clients who question it a lot. And I always found that interesting because I knew what my life was like before. And I was like, there is no way that I'm going back into the corporate world, into a career I don't like and into the legal industry ever again. It was like an absolute no-no for me. Although I knew that I could go and get a job somewhere else, I thought, Maybe I'd work in a yoga studio or do something that felt like fun with people who were like-minded, but I knew that I would never go back to the corporate world. And so that for me, I didn't spend a lot of time in there. So my suggestion for you is to really remind yourself of why you got started in the first place or why you want to get started, please remind yourself of that and put it up somewhere in your workspace so that you can remember why you're sitting here and breathing through the and moving through the discomfort when you forget it. Also, remind yourself that that discomfort is a great sign that you're growing and changing and creating a new future for yourself. So you're on the right track and that's awesome. The next thing is, is... Initially, you're going to need to spend more time on your business than you might need to later in your business. And this is because you're learning lots of new skills. So they're going to take you more time to do them. When you first start your Instagram, for instance, it's going to take you a while to figure out how to set it up, to get into a rhythm with your content, to figure out how you use the platform. But then in a couple of months, you're going to know how to do all of these things. So you're not going to need to learn those initial things. You're not even going to need to do the setup again. And then in a year, you're going to be even better at it and you're going to have even more momentum and it's going to require less conscious thought and deliberate action from you. So over time, you can start to bring ease into a lot of your business tasks just because you know how to do them. So it's not requiring that conscious energy of yours. Also, As you build your business, you're going to be able to hire more people. You're going to be able to take more time for yourself outside of your business. And I think it's actually so beautiful because when we start our business, we have more of this fire energy, this passion. It's something new. We're excited. We're motivated. And that energy is so useful to sustain us with all of that initial input and effort that's required in the beginning to try all of these new new things, right? Later on, you're not going to feel the same way about it all because it's not new to you anymore. So your energy is different. There's a level of maturity that comes into having your business over a number of years. And so the energy in the business is very different. One of my clients has recently been going through this where now that she's been further along in business, she's got a six figure business, she's scaling it to multiple six figures. She's thinking this is a bit boring. Like I'm not used to this. I'm used to having challenges. I'm used to needing to do a lot of things. I'm used to pushing myself and now I've got the things and I'm not feeling that same level of energy. And so actually it feels a little bit boring, but what she's realized is it's boring is just actually like calm. She's just got this different energy in her business. And this is exactly what happens in the business journey. So if we don't take advantage of all this initial fire and passion to learn and put in this energy and effort in this really intentional way, because you've intentionally made the decision to start your business and to be in business, then we kind of miss out on that opportunity, right? That momentum that we get. 
And I don't want that to be said from a scarcity point of view. I want this to be said from an empowering point of view. There's a reason you have that drive and ambition and passion right now. So take advantage of it because as time goes by and things aren't as new, that energy is going to feel different. And actually, you might look back to now and think, you know what? I really want that passion again. And it's just going to be different because you're never going to be at this stage in your business ever again. I used to say to some of my clients, I wish I was in that first year of my business again. And I remember one client said to me, I'm so confused. Can you please explain what you mean by that? I was like, oh, okay, sure. And then I, so I reflected on it with her and I said, because it was just all so exciting in the beginning. It was all new and that was so fun, even though it was scary. Yeah, it was totally scary. I completely resonate with how you're feeling right now, but it's like when you're dating someone for the first time. It's all new, it's exciting, and it's so scary, right? It's so scary, but that is a thrill and actually the energy of nervousness, excitement, even anxiety at some times is very similar. And so there's this natural energy that's developed that you have the ability to take advantage of. So can we turn some of that nervous energy, that fearful energy and use it for that excited and motivated fire energy, right? Can we use it to help ourselves move forward? It's also like, as many of you know, I've had a year of public speaking, not anymore because I've been working on that, but I had a very intense fear of public speaking for a really long time. And even though I hate having the way it feels, I don't like the anxiety and I hate the fear and I don't like the sweaty armpits or feeling like I want to black out. Those memories are actually some of my best memories throughout my entire life. They were exhilarating. They were the moments that I overcame resistance. And in hindsight, once I'm on the other side, I know that it was just the fear stopping me from moving forward. And I'm so grateful that I did move forward and I look at how I've grown and they end up just being some of the most fun experiences that I've had. And so that is what it will be for you as well when you look back on your business. Now, I also want to talk about how to make it easier for you, how to make your business journey easier for you. Get yourself support. It is so interesting why we don't get ourselves support. We have this story that before I get myself support, I need to do X in my business. I need to sign some clients. I need to validate my business. I need to do something else before I can get that support. But what we actually need is experience and support so we can create those results for ourselves. It's also the number one thing our mind wants is we want proof that it can work, but then we don't set ourselves up so that it can work. I did this too. I spent years spinning trying to research all the things, really believing that I could do it all on my own. But actually the belief that was under all of that is that I didn't trust myself to invest and then get the results. And beneath that was really a fear of my own expansion. How would my life change if I actually did create these results for myself? It's like my mind wanted it to be hard. It wanted to keep me in the past. And that's exactly what our minds do because they want to keep us in our comfort zone. So I I fought this as well. And then I had the experience of as soon as I actually invested in my business and up leveled and made investments with people who could actually help me move forward, I then substantially moved forward in my business. And so I have invested ever since because I know how valuable it is. 
And the reason that our investments are always valuable is because when we invest in a coach in our business, just like in any other area of your life, say, for example, if you're investing in a relationship coach or a health coach, you are investing in an area of your life that you want to focus your time and energy and attention on. So even apart from the things that you learn, you now have created an energetic space for you to uplevel that area. And so it is inevitable. And we only make those investments when we trust ourselves. So the trust comes first and then the universe meets you with that trust, which is creating the results for yourself and the up level for yourself and the expansion. So I am such a big proponent of investing. And if you are running a business and you've got a full-time job or a part-time job, you can use your job to invest in your business. And that can be in the form of coaching support. It can also be in the form of hiring team members. For example, you could hire someone for a couple of hours each week to help you with your social media and your administrative tasks in your business. And that's going to help you feel more positive about your job because you're seeing how it directly allows you to invest in your business. So they're directly linked, which is just a beautiful way to look at your current job especially if it's not one that you want to stay in. So that is how we bring in support and make it easier for yourself. And I also want to suggest that before you have clients to work with, that you use the time that you would use to work with clients to use that in creating valuable content and material for your clients that you will use in your marketing. So a lot of us say we don't have time to promote. We don't have time to do all of these things to create content. But while you don't have clients, you should use all of that time. You would work with clients to do these things. And you do have the most time out of any other point in your business journey. The next thing is about dealing with comparison and self-doubt. So my advice is to create then consume. Make sure you create your own content, your own things, and then go and learn and consume. That is going to help you ditch comparison. Work with a coach. Practice mindset daily. Look at how you're thinking about yourself and the effect of that. Check out my mindset series on the podcast. I'll pop the link in the show notes so you can go to that and really understand your mind. Accept that you are a beginner. You're not meant to be great at this. (laughs) You're not meant to be perfect at this. In fact, if you accept that you're a beginner, you're going to allow yourself to be a beginner, which is I don't know everything that I'm doing and that's okay. I'm learning as I go. You'll take the pressure off. Also, accept that you will be uncomfortable. Allow yourself to be uncomfortable. Yes, the business journey will be uncomfortable. Some things will be hard because I'm learning it for the first time. It's new and that's okay. And that's going to take some of the pressure off too. And finally, if you've got that scattered and overwhelmed energy that a lot of new business owners have, including me, I tried to do all of the things. That's the one thing that we need to change. You have to focus. The more you focus, the more you're going to be able to see what is and isn't working in your business. So you've got to do the opposite of what your mind thinks it needs to do. Your mind thinks I need to do all of the things so I can see what works, but actually you don't give yourself an opportunity to see what works. Instead, you scatter your energy and then you don't actually put a good effort into anything. So you don't have really good data to work with. I also recommend to bring that focus that you take my online business Kickstarter. If you haven't taken it already, why not head to LetitiaRinge.com forward slash Kickstarter. That 
training is going to specifically show you the four most powerful things that you can focus your attention on as you are building your business. So go and check that out. And again, just because it's free doesn't mean it's not valuable. I get lots of amazing feedback about the Kickstarter. So go and take advantage of it. So there we have it, my beautiful friends. There is my business journey for you all and some of the most powerful shifts you can make on those common opportunities for expansion that come up in our first year of business so that you can shift those opportunities to be empowering and expansive for you. Start implementing this today and you're going to have a very different experience in your business. And as a final reminder, make sure you are signed up to join us in Holistic Business Month. The combined energy of this incredible community coming together to talk about business, to learn about business, and to take care of ourselves holistically, body, mind, and soul is going to do wonders for you on your business journey. So again, the link is LetitiaRinge.com forward slash Holistic Business Month. It's starting in May, and we look forward to welcoming you there. All right, my beautiful friends, please take a screenshot of you listening to this episode right now and come over to Instagram stories, tag me at Letitia Ringe, and let me know what's resonated most for you in this episode. We love resharing your content. It's a great way to expand your network as well. And we love keeping up the conversation over there. It also helps me to know what's really resonating for you all, which helps me to create even more aligned content for everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being a part of this community and I will see you all in our next episode. Take care. Hey, if you're ready to create your very own purpose-driven business too, I invite you to check out my online program, Create Your Beautiful Biz. You'll learn how to create a business that allows you to make your difference and thrive. Just head over to www.letisharinj.com forward slash CYBB. Let's make creating a business beautiful. I'll see you there. Oh,